eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. But the main thing this weekend that I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing that the Mariners can correct is the mental errors and the base running, which are go hand in hand. And I feel like the errors that they've made in the field quite a bit, I would push them more towards the mental errors. You know, you had the ball that dropped in there. Um, what day was, what game was that game two or game three? It was game two, um, you know, cost the Mariners an out cost Hancock an out. Uh, they end up getting what that grand slam in that inning. Um, you know, an error like that, it's such a pendulum swing. I mean, that's why the the creators of this game who came up with baseball gave you three chances. Four chances was way too many. That's where else they'd have four outs, you know? So it's pretty simple. You can't give teams 30 outs. We've talked about it. It went away for the most part in July. We kind of had a cleaner month. Uh, we've seen it creep back in here especially this week. And then now you turn the corner and you're playing the Houston Astros where you can't make mistakes with, you know, the defending uh, world champions. Yeah, you're right. Uh, it has creeped back in and we've talked about it at nauseum uh, during the first half. Cause it was a pattern for sure. Saw a lot of this kind of sloppy play. Um, the reason I mentioned uh, kind of that outfield with not having Teoscar in, I mean, I can make a perfect example in today's game, the difference with having Sam Haggerty out in right field. There was a ball hit down the right field line. It's a different type of ball, but Sam gets over to it quicker, makes a sliding grab. Both both of the things I'm going to describe were against Witt, got the ball in, held him to a uh, double uh, earlier on in the series. I mean, it's a different hit, and – uh, I could not see, so I have to give some sort of uh, disclaimer to Teoscar. If he was playing farther in left field, left center field, ball hit down the line, um, and it kind of rattled around the wall, and he didn't go after it as hard, and uh, it was an easy triple. I mean, like I said, I don't have all the information. It's just kind of the things I see on the television, so I could be off base with my comments, and that's just part of it, but... Uh, yeah, um, there was, I mean, there was a mental mistake uh, late in the innings with Rojas on a ball hit up the middle. Him and Caballero kind of had some miscommunication and hard to tell. And luckily he, I mean, he was late, 
Rojas getting to try to t make a double play, but he was able to at least get one out by trying to throw it to first to complete a double play, but uh, the runner at second beat him towards it. So, yeah, there was uh, a lot of kind of quirky things that went on the series. And like you mentioned, the base running, uh, which was some I can get and some were, you know, just flat out lack of focus. Give me the flat out lack of focus ones. I, I know what they are, but I just want to hear somebody else say what's going on in my head. Um, so this one's hard for me. I mean, I, the Mariners had what about a half dozen, um, base running mistakes this series uh the caballero <laughs> one on first where he was uh i mean he's an arrogant cocky style base runner who likes to you know get under people's skin but he was so far off on that one where he was picked off at first base um in my opinion he was egregiously too far off so i feel like that was a mistake uh julio i feel like i could i could have picked him off i feel like i could have picked him off that's how bad yeah yeah and julio's <laughs> he's going up he's facing a lefty um it was just a lack of focus it happens just like that julio was just looking he looked down for a second took his eyes off the pitcher and boom the ball was on him and then dylan moore i mean that that one was tough because you got you gotta i'm kind of i get it's all on dylan moore that ball that was hit to left field, uh, the guy kind of slid in or dove in, but he looked like he caught it, and somehow the ball kind of just pooped out of his glove. And um, he gets to first, and he thinks he's out, and um, starts making his way back to the dugout and didn't keep his eye on the ball to see that it was no. dropped. But I also, I also got to kind of blame the first base coach, Chris Negron, there too. I mean, why isn't he yelling at him or letting him know? So yeah. Those are the ones that are the ones of just lack of focus for me. Yeah, they both were checked. There's no other excuse. You both checked out. You both checked out at that point. Uh, I know that somebody was, one of the announcers was talking about the announcer. It doesn't matter. You go until you're told to turn around. I mean, it's as simple as that. Um, especially in a game where you're, you're coming from behind, you want to, you know, be intense and hope, Every, any and everything is going to go your way because you need it. It just kind of kind of was weird. And I think the one that really got to me, though, as far as, hey, I understand aggressiveness. I understand what we get from Caballero. He's a pest. I love it. I love the way he plays. He's like the perfect ingredient for this team. Gets under the you know opposing pitchers uh, you know, skin very easily. Doesn't give them comfortable... Uh, you know, at bats, you know, he, he doesn't want the pitcher to be comfortable. Love it. Um, love that he runs hard all the time. But the, in the game prior, it ended up not really hurting the Mariners, but it made things way less comfortable when he tried to go to third base. Um, first to third, uh, got nailed, was the third out of the inning. They went to a replay. And uh, I have to say, I, I really like that whoever's producing the game left the camera on Manny Acta, you know, having a talk there with Caballero about that. You know, I'm sure he's saying something like, look, you already know the golden rule. You don't make the third out at third or home. You're fast. So you at second base with two outs is just about as good as being at third. I know thirds more of a sure thing. Uh, 
we're building something here in this inning. We're passing in the baton. Uh, it was just kind of a silly um, mental error that was frustrating. Ended up not killing the Mariners in the end, but those are the types of things against, you know, a team like Houston or Texas or any of these other teams that we're playing next month. The, uh, the Dodgers, um, these are the teams that are going to capitalize on those mistakes. That's why they are who they are. I, I understand your frustration. I get it. Um, I didn't see it well enough. Uh, I mean, I remember the play. Obviously, like you mentioned, you saw Manny Acta talking with Caballero. So I was going to say when it's hit to right, usually you rely on your third base coach. But uh, maybe Caballero, I didn't see the whole play, put his head down. But if he's talking with him, I definitely see where you're coming from, that he made a judgment decision. And uh, that makes sense. Like you said, you never want to make that third out at third. Uh, going back to me, kind of going after Dylan Moore, I do want to commend him. In the third game of the series, a really heads up play. He was on third base. There was a ball hit down the right field line uh, right near the wall. And he tagged the right fielder, caught it. And uh, it was a bang-bang play at the plate. And I got to give him a lot of credit. He went in head first, straight in, uh, which actually, I mean, is really ballsy, especially going up against a catcher uh, that could swing over and, you know, put it on you. But uh, he went straight in um, and didn't try to hook slide uh, or anything like that or didn't go feet first. And, you know, as the plate is being flat, he was able to get his hand in there. I think if he would have went feet first, like you normally would think of with a close play and a collision, it's hard to get your foot down and kind of get low like that and just tap the, the flat plate, uh, which is such a difference from if you're going into a bag. So I got to commend him for that. It was a big turning point and momentum point in the game. And uh, it was definitely not one of those plays that was a gimme and, for him to go in head first like that and create some momentum and sneak in there just in time. It was a great heads up baseball play by a, a pretty good base base runner all in all. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, the Mariners go in and get three or four. If you told me by handing me a crystal ball before the series and I could see that we won three or four, I'd take it. You look under the hood. There's definitely some things to be concerned about. They're all things that can be easily fixed. That's that's the good thing. The bullpen, we got to see how that plays out. Overall, Mariners again are playing, you know, strong baseball. I do feel like they are playing as one. That's really the big important thing. We didn't have um, JP Crawford in this series. Obviously, we haven't had him for seven games. We are four and three without him three of those losses, you know, what were they all? Yeah. They're except for Monday's game, um, all extra inning games or close games. Do I think if he was there, he would have made a difference. Absolutely. I think maybe some of the mental errors possibly might not have been there. That's what happens sometimes. I feel like when you lose a, a, a leader, um, in my opinion, and, uh, definitely I could have saw him. We talked about it quite a bit so we don't need to tread over it too much because we're rolling through the time here but you know there's in all any of these games that we lost in last week if you could give me you know four good at bats out of you know the possible 16 
at bats he would have saw in in those 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 three games uh I do feel like he would have made a big difference. We might be sit- still sitting here on a winning streak. I know it's all hypothetical talk, but you are seeing so much of the value, what the value of JP Crawford is. If you weren't seeing it, you have to see it right now. I think it's it's pretty much right there in black and white, bold print, how important he is to this team. Yeah, um, for this series, for me, it was more defensively than offensively um, with Julio getting in that first spot and doing the damage he did. Sure. You could argue that, sure, the first game where the Mariners were getting no hit, that he would make a difference. Sure, I get that. But defensively, there were some miscues, uh, some things that I think JP would have done better, differently and that would have helped out the situation, no doubt. So, But I, I totally agree with you. I mean, this series could have – I mean, we could have fallen on our face very easily throughout it. Uh, could have been two and two, but three and one. I mean, that's kind of what you expect. Uh, and that was the absolute worst as a Mariner fan you would want going into the series. And they accomplished that no matter if there was some miscues and some things that concerns us or, or what have you that we've talked about. It all comes down to winning. And uh, they did that this series, won the series. And uh they're what one game away from the uh, wild card right now and in perfect position to uh, make a little statement going into Houston and uh, can close that gap even more coming up this weekend. So, hey, all is well. Yeah. And before we get into our, you know, our Brett Boone ending here, uh, we I'd be remiss if we did not mention uh, get well Tom Murphy losing Tom Murphy really hurts you offensively the way he's been swinging the bat. I was listening to a little bit of, of, of uh, listened to a little bit of uh, Dave Valley talking about, he had the same injury where he had to keep his glove out of his hand for the rest of the season, catching behind the plate. I mean, these catchers are nuts, but he said possibly this could be something where it could affect you defensively, but maybe not affect you offensively, you know, after the a week or two, more of being on the IL. Um, I mean, his bat has been, you know, nails for us the last month. Um, luckily, people were stepping up in this series, but definitely with his bat out and Crawford's bat out and, uh, you know, let's even go d- deeper back and not having Jared Kelnick and the Mariners playing and putting up runs like this. This is a good sign. Yeah, I mean, I agree with all that. I think the closest guy that um, that I've heard that will be back will be possibly J.P. Crawford, maybe at the earliest uh, for the third game of this Houston series. It sounds like he's recovering like they want. He might have a rehab assignment, uh, a game or so, or maybe two up in Everett over the weekend, either Friday or Saturday, and hopefully possibly might be there Sunday for the final game in Houston, if not uh, to start the uh, series in Chi-Town. All right. 